With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Welcome to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we will explore the interesting stories of business executives, entrepreneurs, and industry leaders who are shaking things up and growing their companies. It is time to make some waves. Now here's your host, Tom Singer. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of Making Waves at Sea Level. Happy New Year. We are kicking off 2021, and I don't know how many of you that are listening are thinking this already, but God, I hated 2020. I mean, there was the global pandemic thing there that caused my business to somewhat collapse, although I bounced back and uh, fourth quarter was okay. We're going we're gonna to figure this whole thing out. Uh, but there was also this whole sense of isolation. I usually travel about 100 nights a year. I, I do work speaking at association or corporate events, and I would fly to a town, give a speech or serve as the corporate MC to keep the event moving along, and I'd usually have a day or two there. Sometimes my wife would get to come with me, sometimes I'd get to visit friends, but for 12 years, that's how I made my living. And it just became very much of a habit of my life to be able to travel around the country and sometimes farther. And this year, from March 13th forward, I have almost not at all uh, left the corner of my office where I record this podcast and several other things that I do for work now, all being virtual. And I'm just glad 2020 is over. Not that the pandemic's over. We've got a long way to go. And I actually think it's going to be 2022 before the live in-person events where I make my living uh, come back in full force. However, I'm optimistic. I have a really good feeling about 2021. I've reset some mindset issues. Uh, I've come through the fear that the pandemic brought with me. I had two quarters where I didn't have much work at all. And you know what? I survived it. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. I think a lot of people looked at the last year as just crazy. And uh, businesses got whacked. Things got taken out of out of their norm. And now it's time to rebuild. So I have a new shirt that I just printed. I haven't received it yet, but it has 21 words that are my word for 2021. You know, a lot of people always like pick their word or their three words. I have 21 words and they are all things like refurbish, rebuild, restart, revive, renew. And I just picked 21 words that were all about getting that fresh start that I really want 21 to be for me and also for all of you who are listening. So today, this episode is just going to be me chatting for a little bit about something that uh, a lot of people might be asking, and that is, what is Clubhouse? Now, for some of you, you might be saying, I have no idea what you're talking about. I haven't heard of it. And in fact, many of my friends, some of my clients, that is their exact response. But for other people, in the last several weeks, it has taken over their life. So Clubhouse is a new social media tool. It's been a long time since there's been a social media tool that has really taken over and gotten people really excited the way Facebook did more than a decade ago, Twitter did more than a decade ago, Instagram a a little bit more recently. And yes, if you're a little bit younger demographic than me, a couple years back we had, you know, TikTok uh, that came in and sort of took on the world by charge. 
So Clubhouse is a new app, and it was started, I think, in May. I don't know a lot about its origin story. I was invited to join back in, maybe it was September. It's still in its beta testing, so you have to be invited by someone who's already in the club. And I was invited, and you know what? I had a lot of things going on in the fall, and I just wasn't ready for some other app that very much could have been a flash in the pan and disappeared. So I ignored it, but I started watching and charting what other people were saying about it. And then in December, I got another invitation from somebody, someone who I admire, someone who is very thoughtful about things that he gets involved with, and I decided I'm just going to join. And I took the week between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, I'd gotten back from a trip. We went away at Christmas, um, to, and we got to see uh, our daughter, who we hadn't seen for a year because of the pandemic, and her fiance. And so that was nice. As many of you know, uh, my daughter had to reschedule her wedding two times in 2020, and now has it on sort of a permanent postponement until we can get a better handle about when people are going to be able to gather and have fun and not wear masks and not be nervous, and that grandparents can come to the event and things like that. Uh, but because of the pandemic. We hadn't been able to see her all year. She lives in a city that has been a hot spot. Um, we decided to, you know, try and take it as safe as we could, so we didn't. So we got to see her at Christmas. But between Christmas and New Year's Day, uh, I devoted a little bit of time to understanding what is Clubhouse. And I thought I would devote just a short episode to this. And by no means am I an expert. I have not done any research on it other than being involved for a couple hours a day uh, since the 27th, 26th of December. So Clubhouse is an audio discussion app. It's very interesting because it's different than a lot of the other apps where you have giving a thumbs up. Welcome to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we will explore the interesting stories of business executives, entrepreneurs, and industry leaders who are shaking things up and growing their companies. It is time to make some waves. Now, here's your host, Tom Singer. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of Making Waves at Sea Level. Happy New Year. We are kicking off 2021, and I don't know how many of you that are listening are thinking this already, but... God, I hated 2020. I mean, there was the global pandemic thing there that caused my business to somewhat collapse, although I bounced back and uh, fourth quarter was okay. We're going we're gonna to figure this whole thing out. Uh, but there was also this whole sense of isolation. I usually travel about 100 nights a year. I, I do work speaking at association or corporate events, and I would fly to a town, give a speech or serve as the corporate MC to keep the event moving along, and I'd usually have a day or two there. Sometimes my wife would get to come with me. Sometimes I'd get to visit friends. But for 12 years, that's how I made my living. And it just became very much of a habit of my life to be able to travel around the country and sometimes farther. And this year, from March 13th forward, I have almost not at all uh, left the corner of my office where I record this podcast and several other things that I do for work now, all being virtual. And I'm just glad 2020 is over. Not that the pandemic's over. We've got a long way to go. And I actually think it's going to be 2022 before the live in-person events where I make my living uh, come back in full force. However, I'm optimistic. I have a really good feeling about 2021. I've reset some mindset issues. Uh, I've come through the fear that the pandemic brought with me. I had two quarters where I didn't have much work at all. And you know what? I survived it. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. I think a lot of people looked at the last year 
It's just crazy. And uh, businesses got whacked. Things got taken out of out of their norm. And now it's time to rebuild. So I have a new shirt that I just printed. I haven't received it yet, but it has 21 words that are my word for 2021. You know, a lot of people always like pick their word or their three words. I have 21 words and they are all things like refurbish, rebuild, restart, revive, renew. And I just picked 21 words that were all about getting that fresh start that I really want 21 to be for me and also for all of you who are listening. So today, this episode is just going to be me chatting for a little bit about something that uh, a lot of people might be asking, and that is, what is Clubhouse? Now, for some of you, you might be saying, I have no idea what you're talking about. I haven't heard of it. And in fact, many of my friends, some of my clients, that is their exact response. But for other people, in the last several weeks, it has taken over their life. So Clubhouse is a new social media tool. It's been a long time since there's been a social media tool that has really taken over and gotten people really excited the way Facebook did more than a decade ago, Twitter did more than a decade ago, Instagram a, a little bit more recently. And yes, if you're a little bit younger demographic than me, a couple years back we had you know TikTok uh, that came in and sort of took on the world by charge. So Clubhouse is a new app and it was started I think in May, I don't know a lot about its origin story, I was invited to join back in, maybe it was September. It's still in its beta testing, so you have to be invited by someone who's already in the club. And I was invited, and you know what? I had a lot of things going on in the fall, and I just wasn't ready for some other app that very much could have been a flash in the pan and disappeared. So I ignored it, but I started watching and charting what other people were saying about it. And then in December, I got another invitation from somebody, someone who I admire, someone who is very thoughtful about things that he gets involved with, and I decided I'm just going to join. And I took the week between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, I'd gotten back from a trip. We went away at Christmas, um, to, and we got to see uh, our daughter, who we hadn't seen for a year because of the pandemic, and her fiance. And so that was nice. As many of you know, uh, my daughter had to reschedule her wedding two times in 2020 and now has it on sort of a permanent postponement until we can get a better handle about when people are going to be able to gather and have fun and not wear masks and not be nervous and that grandparents can come to the event and things like that. Uh, but because of the pandemic, we hadn't been able to see her all year. She lives in a city that has been a hot spot. Um, we decided to, you know, try and take it as safe as we could, so we didn't. So we got to see her at Christmas. But between Christmas and New Year's Day, uh, I devoted a little bit of time to understanding what is Clubhouse. And I thought I would devote just a short episode to this. And by no means am I an expert. I have not done any research on it other than being involved for a couple hours a day uh, since the 27th, 26th of December. So Clubhouse is an audio discussion app. It's very interesting because it's different than a lot of the other apps where you have giving a thumbs up and you can chat and you can do this. It's still in its beta, so it's growing. In fact, in the last week, they've added a bunch of features that didn't exist a week ago. But what's really interesting about it is what I'm hearing from other people about what they like about it. I have been asking people I know who are on the app and some new people who I'm meeting and having conversations with, I've been asking, what do you like about it? And they said, Clubhouse has put the social back in social media. So think back, those of you who remember the early days of Twitter and Facebook and maybe even back to MySpace, Algorithms did not run the show. If you chose to friend somebody or to follow somebody or to like somebody, 
when they would post, you would see what they put. But if you're an avid user of Facebook or LinkedIn or some of these, you realize that you almost only see the same 25 or 30 people's activities. And it's done based on an algorithm of, you know, what you have liked and paid attention to in the past. So if you haven't given some love, if you will, with likes, links, shares and follows on an app to a certain friend, the the app itself decides you don't want to see their stuff and it just feeds you more of what you want to see. But the problem with that is that's not social. That's the creation of bubbles. And the way that Clubhouse is right now is if you follow somebody, then you get to see where they are on the app. And so when you log on, it shows you rooms that you can join to listen in. Now these, they call them stages, they're audio stages. Somebody starts the room, maybe they have a topic, maybe they don't. And people just come in and listen. However, you can raise your hand and you can come up and ask questions or you can have full discussions. I sort of attribute it to being like a live mastermind group. Now, my favorite are the smaller rooms, the rooms that have maybe under 25 people where everybody who wants to participate can. Uh, Some of the rooms get up to thousands and thousands of people listening in and some of the sort of social media and uh, new media gurus come in and, and talk and everybody listens to everything they have to say. That's not my favorite choice, but for some people that's awesome because they get to listen to people like uh, Grant Cardone and others who they may not have access to on a regular basis in a live situation where there can be some Q and A and some dialogue. So what I like about it is, is that you can go into any public room. Now you can have a private room that other people can't see, but the whole purpose of this is for people to come in and listen. And because of that, sometimes you'll go into a room, they'll be talking about a topic. Someone on the panel will see that I'm in the room and they'll say, oh, we're talking about professional speaking. Tom's made his career doing this for 12 years. Tom, why don't you come in and add your two cents? And they'll pull me up into the ability to speak and to add to the conversation. And sometimes you add for a second and return to the audience. Sometimes they keep you up on stage as if you're part of the panel. Some of these rooms go on and on and on. And when it's time for the moderator to leave because they have another appointment, they just assign someone else the moderator and the conversation keeps going. It's really fascinating. Now, here's the flip side of it. It is also a total time suck. You have to be really paying attention is, am I getting value in this? Or you can sit for hours just listening to people. Now, there's some value in that because I really believe that listening to smart people, sharing ideas can trigger something in your own brain that can lead you to a new inspiration, a new thought, a new concept. However, I don't recommend spending four, five, 10, 12 hours a day in Clubhouse. And there are some people who say that's what they're doing. I was in a call this morning and I just went in for an hour. I set aside the time. And one of the people were saying that over the weekend they had spent eight hours a day, you know, listening and participating in different rooms throughout the thing. And they said that uh, they realized their whole weekend had gotten away from them. I am trying very hard not to be one of those people. I'm trying hard to keep my participation to when I have an opening in my calendar and when I feel that that inspiration from people would be really good. However, I also have to say that in just a week, I've met several people who we have scheduled offline conversations because they don't let you talk within the app. It's not like you can direct message somebody at this point. Might be something they add at a later time, but the way you contact somebody for now is people list their Twitter or their Instagram. You jump over to that app, you direct message them and say, hey, I found you really fascinating in that clubhouse room. I would love to have a one-on-one talk with you. And then you set something up for Zoom or for the phone for a later date, or you exchange email addresses and you can chat that way. It's really interesting because the whole idea that I remember about the early days of Twitter 
was how I was able to meet people. I remember there were people who would tweet things about, let's have an Austin meetup, and they'd just put it on Twitter. Hey, a bar, five o'clock tonight, and 20, 30, 100 people would show up. So the media of Twitter was not just a broadcast of brands telling people you know, their Kardashian thoughts. Instead, it was a chance for people of all different backgrounds to meet and become friends. And when I remember back to those early days of Twitter, some of the people who are my friends in Austin today, we met at those things that were called tweet-ups. So you would go on to Twitter. I can remember going on to Twitter in the early days saying, hey, I've got nothing going on this afternoon. I'm going to go to the Starbucks, you know, at such and such a location. If anybody just wants to chat, come join me. And five or six or more people would show up at Starbucks because they didn't have anything to do. So social media was about being social. But then what happened is Facebook, Twitter, etc. They had to figure out how to monetize and how to make money. And when they did that, these algorithms came in that fed people what they wanted. Um, You know, the idea is to make it addictive and just keep people getting the, the candy that they want every time they push the button. But the problem is, it again becomes that echo chamber. It's not extravagantly social. What's going on right now in Clubhouse is the chance for people from a lot of different backgrounds who would never meet to get into conversations on topics that really interest them. And here's the part I like the best. So the app has a huge influx of people from different races who are participating. And sometimes they have talks about things that are going on that don't really apply to me as a middle-aged white guy, but sometimes they're just leading the discussion. I went into a room, I hosted a room the other morning on a topic and only about eight people showed up during the course of the hour that I had set aside to host this room and all of them were African-American women. Uh, The topic of the room was one of these themes I have in my own life, which is make age 50 to 75 the best years of your life. And all these people came in and they shared what they're doing. It was all people in their late 40s or older, uh, a lot of people who were retired. And at one point there were five of us in the room and we were having a really spirited conversation. And I realized that where else would I have four African-American super dynamic women who were sharing ideas with me because we just hopped into a room. So I love the fact that there is a lot less barriers and things that really appear in in real life. It just was a great thing. And I I hope the way I described that didn't offend anybody. I know anytime a middle-aged white guy talks about race, someone's going to say I said it wrong. But I really thought it was awesome that there is no barriers. There is no differences. It's just people coming together to speak on topics and to share their ideas. So in my mind, it's this mastermind group mentality. Now, it's continuously growing. Thousands and thousands of people are joining the app every single day. And there are people who are trying to figure out how they can monetize it already, even though uh, the popularity of it has only grown in the last couple months, even though it's been around for over six months. But for the current time, my answer to the question of what is Clubhouse is it's a chance to go have real conversations or just listen in to really smart people who are doing cool things. So I would say if you have the opportunity, if you can get an invite into Clubhouse, go and check it out. If you're a person who likes the idea of masterminds, people who like to attend conferences, people who like to sit in the bar after a conference and just talk with people about what they experienced that day, people who don't have any hangups about who they're talking to other than is this person an interesting soul, then for the time being, Clubhouse is the place to be. Now, sadly, almost every social media tool that is out there 
eventually jumps the shark. Eventually, the cool part of it, the part that is exciting, the part that is social, loses because somewhere along the line, their investors are going to make them monetize. And all of a sudden, it's not going to be just this free flow of anyone can do anything and people will show up. That's what I found so amazing is I hosted a room on a topic that I didn't know if anyone would come and some people came and it was early in the morning on a Sunday and people arrived. And so you can just do that. And if nobody shows up, no harm, no foul, nobody to talk about, you move on and do something else. So right now it is just a pure place to go hang out. It's a clubhouse. Uh, so right now uh, I'm trying to be cautious not to spend too much time on it, but I'm also trying to make sure that I'm spending a little bit of time on it because I am meeting amazing people. And in a few cases, that's translating to conversations that are happening outside of Clubhouse and actually connections that are starting to be built into the real world and my business world. So I teach people all the time that all opportunities in life come from people. That's it. It doesn't matter how old they are. It doesn't matter what gender they are. It doesn't matter what color they are, what religion they are, what country they come from. All opportunities in life come from people. And the idea that there is this community where you can go and just sit with people and see who says something that resonates and see if you resonate with someone else and then maybe that leads to a conversation and maybe that leads to more conversations and maybe those conversations lead to a friendship and then maybe a friendship leads to a business opportunity. That's exciting to me. So if you've heard of Clubhouse and you, you saw this, uh, the title of this podcast episode of What is Clubhouse and you wanted to listen, that's my two cents of what it is. It's a really cool place to be right now. Is Clubhouse going to make it? I don't know. Uh, I think part of the problem is, is that it can be a huge time suck and we need to be productive. And I think there's going to be a lot of people who just have to go cold turkey and stay away from it. Uh, I think this type of community group isn't for everybody. Not everybody wants to be social. Not everybody wants to connect with people from all different arenas of the world. However, if you do like that stuff, I think that, that Clubhouse is an interesting place to go and, and, and check out what they're doing. So that's my two cents on what is Clubhouse. Uh, maybe I'll do a follow-up on this a month later, two months later, and we'll see if it jumps the shark or dies out really quick. But right now, it seems like it is, uh, you're, if you haven't heard of it, my guess is you're going to hear about it. And you're going to hear more and more about it because more people are getting involved and more people are finding value in participating in the club. All right. Thanks for tuning in really quick because I need to make sure that I always do this is I need to thank the sponsor of this episode. This episode is brought to you by uh, this episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly, they take the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. Do you want to start a podcast? I actually think a lot of you do. And 2021 is the best year to do it. And Podfly, they will teach you how. They'll set you up with the guidance. They'll let you know what equip, equipment to do. And then they do all that pesky technical work so that all you have to do is record really cool episodes, give it to them. They fine tune it. Bam. They get it out there into the podcast world. And all of a sudden, 2021 is the year you became a podcaster. So go check out podfly.net slash cool things because they have a special offer for the listeners of this show. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate your participation and I look forward uh, to 2021. Do me a favor, drop me a note, Tom, T-H-O-M at TomSinger.com or you can find me on any of the social medias uh, just at Tom Singer and you can find me on Clubhouse at Tom Singer. All right, go out there and have a great day. 
Thank you for listening to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast. Without your listening to these in-depth conversations, there would be no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter and Instagram at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.